Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an exciting edition of our take on Hollyoaks. My name is Jonathan, and I am your host. And as always, I am joined by Corian and Ashley, the best quarantine buddies I can ever have. I miss you. Live from the apocalypse. Hey. No. No. Can we no. stop putting that into the universe? No. I mean, the it's pretty much the apocalypse. 2020 I mean, is a ride. It's for y'all. It's the apocalypse for y'all. I'm chilling. <laughs> chilling watching Hollyoaks. It's, it's <laughs> been too long, but we, dude, when I tell you we've been through it, like I had a tornado. I had <laughs> oh, the yeah, hospital. Right. Uh, we've had now a pandemic. Um, everybody's city shut down. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how to feel. It's been it's been I a forget year. About the tornado. Yeah. It's been <laughs> right after the most explosive week on Hollyoaks. It was just like the timing of everything. Right. It's just it's just too much. Too much. Mm-mm. But we've got a lot to talk about because we are gonna catch up on a lot of that. Um but let's talk about some news first. Um first off we want to just give our condolences to the cast and crew of Hollyoaks who lost uh director of photography Felix Schroyer. Uh earlier this week um, as he passed away. So we just want to send our condolences to everybody. Yes, rest in peace. So with that news, unrelated to that entirely, Hollyoaks did shut down due to the ongoing coronavirus pandemic as that is now making its way through the UK. They decided that it would be the best thing to do for their cast and crew to go ahead and stop filming um, and to preemptively make sure that they still have new content to air for the foreseeable future. They've also mm-hmm. cut down to three episodes a week uh, with a new companion show um, airing twice a week um, showing some of classic Hollyoaks episodes. Um, what did you guys think about this news and the way that Hollyoaks responded to the ongoing pandemic? Um, I mean, I was I was a little sad, obviously, because I was like, no, don't shut down my show. I need new content. But I did like that they said, well, we're still going to air, you know, a few episodes a week. Partner with the classic episodes that I have never seen and yeah. would love to see because y'all are always talking about it. <laughs> so, That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. I, how far ahead do they film again? It's only a few months, right? Like four months, right? Yep. It's like four months. Oh, three, four we'll months. be fine. So, yeah, we'll be fine. That I'm okay. Like I don't know if you ever noticed, like when it's like spring or summertime or something, you could see, you could still see like their breath in the air, and they have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Sometimes, that. sometimes they edit it out, but I feel like sometimes they forget. But um, mm-hmm. but no, I think this is a really smart decision, and like Ashley said, I'm excited for like all the new people to see these classic episodes, and like. Yeah, there are some people who are completionists and will watch like entire past years. Not everybody got time for that. Even even if we're quarantined, we ain't got time for that. But like <laughs> to have like these really big explosive episodes, you know, be because it's what it's like they're gonna be airing on Thursday and Friday now. So like to have these really big explosive episodes that fans have really resonated with over the years be shown to new viewers, like that's just gonna put them in like a better place coming back i feel like it's gonna be really exciting and it's gonna be hosted by that's what i was just about to say fan favorites <clears throat> they are they may not be our favorites yeah they, they're but being they are by kieran favorites. richardson and georgia porter and yes. 
<laughs> I just got feelings. Um, but it's gonna start with the <laughs> legendary wedding of Mercedes and Doctor Browning. Doctor Browning. Oh, Ashley, Doctor Browning is the guy that I always tell you about that made me get back into Hollyoaks. He's the one that they that Cindy and Mercedes killed and put inside the ice cream freezer. So, so I am very excited to see that again. Here's my question to you, Corian. Now I'm hoping that it's just because she's coming back to film the little like clip shows. There we go. Just put her on the side. But Georgia Porter is rumored to be coming back for the 25th. Oh, I think she's Would back. Would you like her to come back as Teresa McQueen? Georgia Porter. Who? She plays Teresa McQueen. Mm-hmm. She is another McQueen cousin and yeah. sister. I liked her at the end of her <laughs> run, but she's kind of like Molly Burnett on Days of Our Lives, and... Oh. I wouldn't give her that title. <laughs> okay, that don't sound really? too good. <laughs> yeah, because she can be really good in small doses, but other times when she's used too much, okay. she's... Okay, okay. She does some weird stuff with her face sometimes. I get that. And it's just, I don't think... I think I think what happens is because Georgie Porter is, like, so well-loved and, like, also, like, not well-loved. Like, she's just famous. Like, in general, I think they lean too heavy on that, and they give Teresa stories that she should... Like, I, for me, Teresa has never been, like, a, like a front-burner character. Like, I don't think she needs to, like, lead that many stories. And there's been a lot of times that they've given her, like, way too much, and I was like, okay, I don't know. If she's on, like, you know, Liberty, Teresa. I'd be okay with it. You yeah, know, like, a like, B, like, a B character in a main story. I don't yeah. think she needs to be... She doesn't need to be the heroine and, like, leading a story. Because Teresa's dumb. Like, remember when, like, Teresa was, like... When it was, like, Teresa and Dodger and Will and, like, Teresa was, like, uh-huh. saving the day and, like, I was, like, no. I was, like, she's stupid. She would never be able to do any of these things. <laughs> and that's why it just broke me <laughs> right. so much. Um, but but... I'd be, I'll, I'll be happy to see her back. I wonder how they're going to balance so many dumb McQueens. Because you have Goldie and Teresa, oh. who are both not smart. <laughs> so what's so that going to look like? Smart. Well, you had Teresa and you had um, Carmel. So they're able to balance it before. More McQueens, I say. Exactly. Um, she runs. <laughs> so <sighs> real quick, I'm just going to say... <laughs> Uh, as Corian Dave uh, dug at me earlier, I did, you know, kind of plead during quarantine time for, you know, Channel 4 and all four, E4, somebody to air Alex from the beginning. And four viewers said, don't worry, there are plans afoot. I'm just saying, I can maybe oh. see this show from the start, and I'm super excited. Not the shout out for yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. <laughs> This Jonathan really I... searched back in his own tweets and put it on the outline. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> hey, self-promotion, self-promotion. Um, hey, so... you did, but you did it. You did it. Hey. This was your, your impact. Needs to happen. So, Ashley, mm-hmm. what was your reaction when you saw the most famous family photo in Soap History? <laughs> It's now my header on Twitter. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Oh my god, it's so gorgeous. I love it. I love it so much. I love it. You know what I really loved? What? Now I didn't go too deep into it because I thought I was going to, you know, ruin the moment. But when they posted it, when the Hollyoaks uh, uh, Twitter posted it, there wasn't a lot of, why do we have to have a new family? Who are these people? Why, you know how some people are resentful about new families, especially brown ones, oh, um, yeah. on the U.S. side, because that's exactly what would have happened on the U.S. side. You know, let 
please let Wynar would have posted a picture with all of the black characters. Why we? Why is everything got to be about race? Why we got to have all this? Where are my Newmans? I didn't see a lot of that under those comments. So I was very happy. Again, I didn't go too far. Um, so I was really excited about that. But they're just so gorgeous and just so perfect and so messy. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so messy. Oh, I, I think what I, what I loved was like a lot of people weren't like, I remember seeing a lot of tweets and things about Celeste and Toby before the reveal and people are like, oh, I don't get it. Why are they on here? They're like, they're mm-hmm. terrible. And then after the reveal, everyone's there for it now. Yeah. Yep. That's all it took. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, the photos are really good. Beautiful. Nicely done. And I was thinking, I remember, did we talk about it a few weeks ago when we were like, oh, why aren't Toby and Celeste in the opening credits yet? But like yes. Jordan was. And then I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I was like, they must be like waiting to like reveal their their credits. Mm-hmm. And I think this is very clearly from their credit shoot. Yep, yep. Oh, I can't wait to see them. I know. Oh, well, oh, someone's going to have to tell me when it happens because you know I always skip the credits. <laughs> <laughs> I skip the credits and I usually will skip that last post-credit scene just because I get far behind and I don't need to binge like 15 episodes in a row. Ain't nobody got time for all that extra shit. But <laughs> so somebody tell me when it happens so that I know to look out for it. I'm sure Hollyoaks will tweet it. Yes. They always oh. on top of it. Their social media just be killing it. They do. They do. Okay. Well, I think that's all the news for this week. Let's dive into some story, and we're saving the best for last because oh, yeah. you're going to talk about it too long. I know it. So yeah. let's knock some of this <laughs> other stuff out because I know how quickly you're going to get through some of these stories. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> First up, uh, what did you guys think of Tony Spiral, I guess? Um, he just completely crashed, and then Edward revealed it all. And that came to his downfall, question mark. But then now Tony's forgiving Diane, and I just, why? We need to free Tony. Uh, Please. We need, Tony does not. Diane, it's just, she doesn't deserve a man like Tony. Like, his father, he slept with his father. And I'm really glad he called her out on that, because he was just like, out of, all people. He was like, you could have been mm-hmm. a bartender. Mm-hmm. You, you could have done anything. But, like, what in your mind made you think it was okay to sleep with my father? Right. I like that they got it out the way quickly. Because I felt like this was going to go on for another goddamn six months. And I was not in the mood for that shit. Oh, so I'm same. glad that they revealed it quickly. Um, I also like that... Um, you know, when he called her out for that. But what pissed me off is this is the problem that we have with Diane. She literally said, he showed me attention. That's all it took. Mm-hmm. She said that. Why do y'all keep writing her as this weak individual who cannot stand me by herself, who cannot stand a little bit of stress? Like, nobody told her to have these got all these goddamn kids. <laughs> nobody told her to open up her house to everybody in the goddamn day. She had 17 people living under that goddamn house. And nobody tell her to do all this. And she's just so weak-minded. She's like, oh, he showed me a little she bit really of attention. really is. That's all I needed. That's why we hate her. That's yeah. exactly why we hate her. She's terrible. But the biggest, biggest piece of shit I've ever heard. Oh, this is going to be so rude. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. Like, 
when he confronted um um Edward and was like, Why my wife? Why he was like, Oh, oh, she was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, Okay, really? <laughs> buy it i'm sorry i didn't buy any of it i just feel like both of them are idiots and deserve each other i do too get off of my screen (laughs) i do too i want i literally want them to sail off into the night together just like just go like it like i just don't get the appeal of her like what is so appealing about i'm not saying she's ugly or anything like that what i'm saying is that he would he just There's nothing like, attractive about her because she's like she's whiny and she's sad exactly. and she's stressed and she's high strung and anxious just, and like all those things. Ugh, so unattractive. But hey, to each their own or whatever. I just, right. like, Tony deserves better and he's had he does. better. And he's had so much better. Oof. It really just like honestly at this point it just feels like they're saddle saddling him with yes. with Diane. And like every time I see like do you know how they all they always do for press like if they're going to a red carpet or if they're like you know teasing something it's always like the core cast member it's always like tony mm-hmm. luke and cindy and mandy and darren and nancy and i'm like oh my i love these people and then i'm like mm-hmm. wow tony does fit in with these These are his people these are people he's mm-hmm. known because he's been on the show for 25 years who the fuck is diane <laughs> who's diane mm-hmm. who cares and she's been here what 11 years now Right. For me, for me, Diane is Sinead's mother, and Sinead's not here right now, so I don't care. Right? <laughs> That's she actually I really, I That's really don't. I, I like really her. don't care. Right. Because that, those are really the only times that she's ever had real good story. Like, again, even though when she's being crazy and weak, but, like, the story when she didn't believe that Katie was sick and, you know, all of these other things. Like, that, those stories that she has with Sinead are always the best things that she does. Anything with Tony just doesn't feel believable or, like, enjoyable to me because they're just not a good couple. Uh, and they've never, they've just never worked for me. They've never. never had chemistry. They've never. They don't. They, they just felt, like you said, they, they looked at the canvas and saw these two old people and they're like, put them together and we'll figure it out later. Yeah. And they just haven't figured it out. Yeah, I I honestly think she works better with Edward. Yeah, but I, I they both work better off screen. Exactly, that's exactly where I was going. <laughs> I think we can keep Verity. Verity can stay. I I feel like we're headed towards now. Once we get rid of Liam, which we're about to talk about, I think we'll see Edward move into the main villain role, and maybe oh. that'll be the death of Diane. Uh, I mean, he is drugging his own fucking son. Yeah, maybe kill Diane. Why does he want her? So I don't get it. I don't. And what also drives me a little bit crazy when I was watching it was that the reveal. I actually like the reveal. Classic reveal. Someone has a microphone. He doesn't know it's on. Fine. I like all that. What I didn't like was that it seemed as though all of the years of issues between the two of them seemed to disappear in a span of a couple of weeks. Oh, he's my father, and I'm proud of him, and he's this, and he's that, and he's okay. But just a couple of weeks ago, you were saying he was the most horrible person in the world. I don't. Right, right, right. How did, how did this? How did this happen? Like, what's going on? I don't know. I just, I, I think I need to have more information about their past relationship. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll care a little bit more. But as of right now, I, I just, I want him gone. I feel like that's what we might get because I think for me. 
now that you say that, like looking back, I feel like maybe he kind of softened up toward Edward when he found out about Verity. Because like he wants to get to know like uh, this is me thinking about it now. Yeah. Same thing. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, when do they become best friends? Mm-hmm. But like maybe that's why, maybe that's the reason. But like I think I think now that Verity is in the village, we're probably gonna be hearing more because like we heard that it was the you know, her mom's anniversary or whatever with, with Edward and, you know, they're all, yeah. they had their whole day together. So we're probably going to get like little bits and pieces about his background. And I, I want to hear more about go... Tony's brother. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, no, I need them to circle back to them thinking that he killed his wife because I think he did. He <laughs> seems psychotic. And if it leads to him killing Diane. Hey. Shit happens. She can join her she can join her beloved Lily. Shit happens every day. Mm-hmm. Diane, Diane can, she can she can catch it. She can do whatever she needs from Edward. I don't care. <laughs> well, I just I don't know. Um, I don't even know how, how to introduce Liam's story. Um, that man is crazy. And so, in the span of the last man podcast, boy. last time, the funeral happened. He uh, spread his brother's ashes on his face and literally went face? crazy. <laughs> literally, oh like this God. man. I just, I, oh, and now we're leading up to everybody finding out that he's pimped out. Um, which did not last nearly as long as I wanted it to. Maxine, <laughs> yes, dude. It really didn't. I was like, man, I hope the storyline lasts like a year. It did not. But she got in pretty deep, though. <laughs> he was like, yeah. he was like, do you want furniture? <laughs> knows her house. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. No, Liam, Liam has definitely loved it. Um, I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying Crazy Liam. I'm his little dinner party that he's going to be setting up this week seems interesting. Um, I don't know. It. We were talking about it um, before we started recording, but it, it does kind of feel like this could be his goodbye song, you know? Mm-hmm. It, Which makes not. all the sense in the world because now, after months of not liking him, I'm kind of enjoying him, so of course right? he's going to kill him off. Of, of course, course! That's exactly what the hell they do, and I'm sick of it. <laughs> But there's really going to be no Donovans left. They really yeah. brought in this whole family, integrated them with the whole village, and then blew every single one of them up. Wow. Yeah, that's every single it's one. Done. The only Once one again, that's still alive every day. <laughs> is Adam's son, right? No, Adam's brother. Oh, yep. Remember? Nope, oh, I yeah. He's the big... I forgot that little kid is still alive. He's still out there with Darcy. Yeah, he would be the that. last remaining Donovan. It, and Iona, right? Oh, little, little shit. Onion. Yeah, Iona. Yeah, I guess Ooh. Iona, too. Oof. But I don't know. I, I, I don't want to lose Liam. But I think... I think maybe... What if we what if we get, like... What if we get sent to, like, a mental institution? And then we can come back and we can have normal Liam again. And then in a couple of years, let him snap again? Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'd be okay I like with that. It. I because honestly I don't want to lose him, but I could use a break. Right. Like I, I wouldn't I feel like I wouldn't be like upset if he died. But like I don't know, I I've really come to like his interpretation of the character much better than the first interpretation. And 
he he's just enjoyable. Like I feel like he makes things just like very exciting when he whenever he's on screen. So I don't know. I'll be sad to lose him, but maybe he won't even die. Maybe he won't even get sent away. This is Holly after all. This is all <laughs> speculation, right? He mm. might be exonerated of all crimes immediately. <laughs> this is Holly yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this week was. Wait, did you uh, say the glove didn't fit? I did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, it's not February anymore. You? So. I can't stand you. This week. Everybody was knows OJ. An emotional train wreck. <laughs> um, watching Hollyoaks because Darren's depression took center stage. <laughs> and we found out that Kyle is also deeply suffering from depression as well. That was some good stuff. Oof. What do you guys think? I I I feel terrible because I remember at the beginning of the storyline. I was like, I just don't get it. Why is he depressed? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Where, where I was is thinking about you when I was watching it too. I was like, I just need a pinpoint to circle back to what moment in his life did all everything go to shit. I still don't know exactly what that one moment was, but it became very clear to me that it wasn't one moment. Right. It just seems like a bunch of little things that just kind of piled on top of each other, and no one giving a damn about him other than provide for me, make me laugh, go mm-hmm. to work, and do all this. And it's like everybody looks to him to be the strong one. So when he broke down with Kyle, I was like, oh, God, that that was that was really tough to watch. I've never been depressed. I've never suffered with depression. But if I did, it would probably look a lot like that. <laughs> because, I was thinking the exact you know, same thing. Yeah. Cause like people like people come to me like with those same things. They're like, Oh my god, I need help with this and like taking on mm-hmm. people's issues exactly. and like even if you're helping them out, like that can leave something, you know, like a trace of that in you and like just piling it up over time and like yeah. I think what really resonated for me with Darren's story was it was like when he was doing the intro to his episode and he was basically just mm. like nowadays like you know like back when i was growing up like it, this wasn't a thing he was like it doesn't yes. make sense like i was raised to not yes. talk about these things and now all of a sudden it's mm-hmm. cool like what am i supposed to do how am i supposed to fix this how am i exactly. supposed to change this yeah. in me and i was like that makes a lot of sense like yeah. there's so many times that like, we like yell at people who like don't express their emotions because now that's like the you know the it thing to do when it's like you know talk be open some people weren't raised like that Mm-hmm. Some people can't do that. Like, that's not what they were literally trained to do. So yeah. I thought that was such an interesting take on that. Because you don't really think about that. No. It's kind of just like, oh, like, adjust, adapt. This is the way the world is now. But some people can't mm-hmm. fucking do that. And I think yeah. it's important, if you haven't watched already, Alex does this podcast series, hashtag don't filter feelings. And it's talking about these things. And talking about kind of the way that especially with mental depression, when they did that episode about how this subject is so important that we talk openly about, but understand mm-hmm. that people can't. Like some people were raised, like you said, not to talk about your feelings. Like that's, that's right. why. Your boy, suck it's, it up. Right. Especially like this whole like toxic masculinity thing that, you know, this, mm-hmm. this big buzzword that people are spreading. For some people that's not toxic, that's just how they grew up. They don't know anything else. And it's like, how do you change that behavior? Especially if, like, I can guarantee that probably a good portion of those people do want to change that behavior in themselves because they see the way it affects other people. But it's like, how do you do that? And I think that was, like, the really 
like that part was really sad for me for Darren. And I think what really, like Ashley said, hit home for me too was when he was just talking about like, he's never fully accomplished anything. Like he's always doing these things and moving on to the next and he doesn't really have anything to call his own, like in his name. And like, that must get, like after a while, like that has to get to you. Mm-hmm. As much as I was sick of hearing about it, <laughs> the um, stand-up thing, that was my favorite scene. Oh that was God. a he was up there, and I'm thinking, is he really telling these people all of this information? And then it was like nobody else was in the room. I was like, oh my, like that whole scene, I was damn wow. into you. Yeah, oh, that was he, so he's good. A great actor. Yeah, he like, and no, people do not give Ashley Taylor Dawson his props. Like, they do not give him his props at all. Like, he is so good at, like, comedic and dramatic acting. And mm-hmm. it's, I feel like it's been a while since he's been nominated for anything acting-wise, so I hope that he can he can get some recognition for this. I'm mean, so mad if Corona wipes out his opportunities because he mm-hmm. deserves all of the awards for these scenes. But equally so, Kyle... Like, oh, man, so, so, I wasn't so I knew from the moment he said my friend, it yeah. was him, mm-hmm. and then that reveal at the end where he was just pinching his own hand. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's when yep. I broke down and cried. It was like just that moment just hit me because he's trying to stay strong and he can't. Right, and like no one's no one's supporting him. You know, he's supposed to be in this partnership with Nancy, and Nancy is moving yeah. on with her life. <laughs> Sorry, Nancy got on my nerves. Oh my gosh, she made me so mad. I usually like Nancy. Me too. She made me mad too. I'm like, can't you see that this man is going through it? Like, can we take a break? Can we breathe? Like, like, oh my God. I, I think the most interesting aspect of this new friendship, though also comes from like Darren's monologue when he was kind of just like, how do you know if, you know, this is the right support for you? And it was Mm -hmm. talking about him and Kyle because like Kyle is like, is there to support him. But like, he's also telling him like, don't go to anyone else because I think Kyle Mm -hmm. is just like, he's afraid to lose his support because he needs the support. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, yeah, like they're trying to help each other, but like they're not helping each other because they're not, opening up to anyone else about this stuff that's affecting them. So it's just yeah. kind of like they're going to be stuck in this cycle. So what did you think of the line? There was a scene, I think it was near the end of the week, where Kyle told uh, Darren not to tell anybody about it. Did you see that? Where he was like, no, just, just yeah. keep this between you and me. It was like, uh, he knows uh, better, be, but I understand it's be why very he's damaging. manipulating him. It's just, it's hard to watch. You know, it's very upsetting, especially since I think people will understand. Like, I don't think Darren doesn't have anyone in his life that isn't going to be supportive of him. Um, Because, like, people are already, like, what's going on with him? Like, he seems different. I yeah, think that, he... that's what I noticed, too. I think that maybe Kyle might be worried that if he does tell somebody he's going to get all the sympathy in the world that he needs. And, you know, if he mm. were to tell anybody... He's not going to get anything because because Nancy he, hasn't shown him any. No, Nancy doesn't give a damn. I mean, Nancy's right. all about herself. And I mean, I guess I can't really say that. I mean, she did lose a baby, but it, she just doesn't seem to be 
as into Kyle anymore as he is into her. Yeah. And I'm not sure that she's ever been as into Kyle as he was into her. It yeah. just seems like because I remember when they first got together, none of us bought it. We were like, mm, yeah, no, okay, all right. But at least she seemed happy at the beginning. They lost that baby, and now all of a sudden she's like, God, you're still here. <laughs> right, right, exactly. That's what it feels like every single time. Mm-hmm. I feel like Nancy's just become John Paul's straight friend and mm. the town pariah. Like, she doesn't do anything except nag. Well, that's her. Like that's kind of her personality. I know, but I like <laughs> No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't, for me, it's. I don't know if it's that I don't like her. I just I just don't like her current actions. But like I think I, I think like what's interesting with this story, especially like branching out into like Tony and to Luke as well, because Cindy was talking like Cindy mentioned Luke too. Like Luke doesn't talk about any of his issues. Like and he's he's dying. Like he's full on dying. Mm-hmm. Um and she's like, I have no idea how to bring it up to him. He only makes jokes about it. But like I think what's interesting in this whole story is that they're showing like the male aspects of of these emotional stories and like for a long time like that's been so taboo and i don't think they're like writing nancy as like being a bad person but i think like if this was like a story that was being told from like the female perspective like we would understand why Nancy's acting this way. Like she's trying to get her life back together. She's trying yeah. to, you know, be normal again. Like she she can't like she probably doesn't even see what's going on with Kyle because like she went through this huge emotional event and she's just trying to be herself again. Well, Nancy also doesn't see what the hell's going on with her son. So True. Yeah. <laughs> she's oblivious to everything. She really is. She's not paying attention right now. Her son's about to become a drug kingpin. She's like, oh, what? <laughs> She's a Jim video game. All she ever sees. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, Juliet. Let's Baby. let's let's talk about our drug kingpin right here. Oh. Is getting in pretty much with bed with Jordan and his drug. She's trying to get in bed with Perry. What are you talking mm. about? Well, as the week progressed, she kind of started stroking that back and. She liked it. Well, she was deep in there. I don't know how Perry didn't feel that. Mm. She was all the way in that jumper. And Juliet definitely felt it. I what just... do girls feel? That's a question for another. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Jonathan, get us back on track. I'm sorry. So what did? Ashley, are you enjoying Juliet now that she's a drug dealer or less? Um, <laughs> I'm giving it to her because she has opinions. You I, I don't know, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's like I Same. have these moments with Juliet where it's like I sympathize with her, but at the same time, she's still a fucking idiot. But I mm-hmm. just... I I don't know. I I really I can't I I can't call it right now. I'm not really sure. Now, obviously, if the worst thing that's going to happen is your family think that you're a fucking screw up when you've always been a screw up, I don't see what the hell the big deal is just telling them that she's always been a screw up. What the hell does she think is going to be so terrible about them finding out this one? Like it doesn't right. make any sense to me. They'll save you. <laughs> Right? It, like, they're not going to turn your, their backs on you. I, I don't know. It, mm, 
I don't know. I just think she was too easily swayed. I like I go I go back and forth. Like you do. Like there's sometimes I there's some days that I like the story and there's some days that I don't. Mm-hmm. And it I don't know, it really depends. I think it I think for me it depends on when Juliet is being like open and honest and being like, you know what? Drugs have fucked up my life. Let me exactly. fuck up some let me exactly. fuck up some shit with drugs. Exactly. I was like, okay. I was like, yeah. Oh, Julia, I feel that. But then it'd be like the, the narrative day when she's just being mm-hmm. right. It, like it does feel like it like it flips. Mm-hmm. And like in a weird way. Like it just it like it feels like there's like a weird kind of like disconnect. And it's like yeah. I just like maybe if she like touched on that more, you know, why she's doing that, maybe it could sell the story better. But like there's like off and on days with the story for me, I feel mm-hmm. like. Well, I think that's because some days they're playing it as a story and the other days they're playing it as a sympathy story like feel bad for her on this day because she's being forced to do drugs sell the drugs mm. but then she's over here jumping on jordan and flashing the cash and it's like okay I, the disconnect just it just it jarring. seems like exactly mm. it seems like one day yeah. she regrets it she doesn't like it she's right a, you know and the next day's like look at all this money i got fuck out of here i'm gonna keep doing this <laughs> right or like <laughs> one day she's like the best drug dealer ever and the next day exactly. she's flashing her money in front of the cops and getting caught and yeah she's dumb yeah <laughs> they've gotta i don't know they gotta sync this up a little so who do you think is gonna be the next kid to join the drug deals Ella's dumbass. Because <laughs> well, we've got three more at least to go, right? Ella, Charlie, yeah. and um, Leah. And Leah. It's going to be yeah. Ella's dumbass. She's going to run because Darren yelled at her that day and she was shook. She was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I did remember that. <laughs> You're not even my dad. <laughs> she was shook. She's going to run out one day and Jordan's going to put something in her backpack and be like, listen, I need sell this to all the kids at the play meet <laughs> the play date you're going to later that's another part of the story that's really driving me crazy i really don't like jordan yes. and not because not because he's he's supposed to be unlikable because i can like unlikable characters Same. he's just he's just he's not much there's nothing there. he's not mm-hmm. there's nothing there he's just dead in the eyes i can't <laughs> Sorry, he's so terrible. I don't it's feel not it. just because he's unattractive. He's just I don't know. I I don't know. I don't like him. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. I don't blame you. I don't I don't feel it either. It's not it's not it's not doing it for me. <laughs> so you're not feeling Leela and Jordan or Perry and Jordan? He's gonna fuck the whole family. Where, where the fuck are they going with that? Like I don't I don't get it. Like these little looks between him and Leela. Like, okay, I see what you're doing. Try to be a little bit, you know, more inconspicuous yeah. if you could. Just but... like do something or do something already. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it just seems like it's all going to be leading up to, oh my god, my mom fucked my boyfriend. I'm gonna be gay again because I was gay for five minutes. And now I'm gay again, and here's Juliet. Like, we get it. I see where you're going. Okay, but <laughs> just get there already. <laughs> I do, I do have to say, though, that I am very titillated by the idea of Perry and Juliet. Oh, that's the only part that I'm actually looking forward to. I think they're going to be very cute together. And I could, oh, yeah. I could really, I'm, I'm here for it. 
And especially since, like, in the flash forward, Juliet was, like, full-on in love with Perry. I was like, ooh, I was like, what's going on of this year? I want to <laughs> see that. But we know it's yeah. Helios. They're going to fall in love after two dates. <laughs> so we will see we'll see their whole love story by june <laughs> well with the corona it'll be july oh true 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 yeah, gotta space true. it out i'm sick uh, of rona she's ruining your goddamn life for wait, real do you know one thing rona hasn't ruined <gasps> the devil dynasty oh okay good <laughs> If anybody can defeat the, the goddamn Rona, it's it's the Devereaux and their preaching yeah. asses. Love it. <laughs> can you? Can we first of all take a minute and just pat ourselves on the back for being right about literally everything? All the time, all the time. We are right all the time. We had we, never like, wrong. we, we had separate <laughs> theories, but all of our <laughs> theories were right. They're all right. Every last one of them. Like what the fuck? <laughs> We have separate <laughs> theories, and all of them were right. I said, so, I said, Celeste told me, it's not like there was some kind of patience or something, some kind of impatient therapy. Yes! Bam! Kidnapped by a crazy doctor. Yes! Jonathan was like, mm, it might be, I think it might be a trip or something. There's something going on. Bam! Right. Like, it, it, everything we said happened. Mm-hmm. That's like, crazy. <laughs> do we ever get tired of this? I don't know. No, I don't know. No. Our power, no. It's just... And still, even though clearly we knew everything that was happening, that was some incredible, incredible drama. It was. When I tell you I was fed, Mm. I Mm. was satisfied. I was happy. (laughs) I was satiated. I don't even know where to begin. Where do we even begin, Jonathan? (laughs) The reveal. Right? Well, can, no, can we can we start with the backstory? Ooh. Okay. Start with the because backstory. that's the only that's the only part of this that I had a little bit of issue with. What, what was wrong? Well, I just when I was watching it, now obviously now I'm fine with it. But as I was watching, I was like, this seems this is the only part of the story that's a little bit too campy for me. The whole doctor thing and mm-hmm. being one kid in a room and one kid getting love. I just thought that they could have done th- this exact same storyline and just said that those kids were put into foster situations that were not good for them. There was yeah. abuse. It, it could have been the exact same storyline, just a little bit more realistic. I the whole so story, unless this is their way of bringing this doctor back into the fold, I just didn't see the point of it. I really did. And that's probably what they're going to do. This doctor's probably going to pop up one day, you know, next year and be like, oh, you know, I am a genius because I nature versus nurture, blah, blah, blah. I just thought that that one part of the story, all you had to say was, hey, they bounced around from foster care to foster care. One was worse than the other. And that would have been completely believable. But the red door shit, I just was like, "Mm." Okay. <laughs> yeah, when I first when, when I first saw it, I was like, "What? The, what what's going on?" But then by the end, I was like, "Okay, I'll take well, exactly, exactly you're giving me. I'll take anything. it. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I will take it. You will not find me complaining. I will be no. screaming from the rooftop. I will buy a copy of the Red Door exactly. <laughs> if I have to." <laughs> So, yeah, I think it's just, but it's so way. it's weird though. Like, I just wonder. Like, they have to bring this doctor in at some point. They have to. Yeah, I think that that's the point. Yeah, he'll be yeah. an associate of Edwards. 
Imagine. Just every doctor at Hollyoaks is evil. <laughs> no one gets treated <laughs> at the hospital anymore. <laughs> and you have Mishpa oh just sitting there. Oh, God. Oh, man. So, so back on back on track. This family. Let us know, Jonathan. I'm just trying to say, I can't wait for Felix's arrival to play into this backstory and flesh that part out. Because, remember the trailer says, once you know, you can't unknow. Ooh! Because what, is he really bad? Did he really sell these kids to this doctor? Was that really his intention? Did he know? I I believe it. Like, what? It was just, I just think, like, everything about those episodes were so, like, the reveal, the birthday party, and, like, Oh my, just, I just, there's just so much that happened that just blew my mind. Just blew my mind. Like, I just loved it so much. And then, and the time when there was just so many Black people on screen. I know. <laughs> and I, I like ha- how they made sure to have uh, Walter there as like a way of forgiveness and bringing the family yes. together and then imploding it. And then, bam! <laughs> <later>. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so good. And then, so damn! Toby um, was not playing. Toby was ready to go in there and wail out on those those pride decorations for that birthday party and then they were gone. Oh like, my god. Wait a minute. Wait, you know what? I'm gonna drop this bomb. <laughs> I love it. One of my favorite parts. I, it's so this is why this show just drives me insane how, how good it is. All this crazy shit and in the middle of all of this, you gotta have the comic relief. Lisa was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't screw him. Because yes. I was like, oh. <laughs> and Walter was like, can you take can a you break? Can you please shut the fuck up? <laughs> now is not the time. I love her so much. It's <laughs> she so was, They might as well have given her like a tin of popcorn because she was loving it. She was like, oh, what? She was like, y'all my family, but we're not that close. <laughs> she was like, oh, oh no. She was not with any part of that. She was like, my last name is Love Day. Thank uh, you very much. Right, right. <laughs> but I really, I think what I really, really loved, speaking of Lisa, and we're, I know we're just going to be jumping around because just remembering random things that happened. This was two weeks ago now. But I love the, when she was talking to Toby about like mm-hmm. her own story. Yeah, because like, you know how she was kidnapped and all this other stuff, and you know trying to connect with him there, and he was feeling it. I love that Toby is like, Mm -hmm. Toby wants to have a family connection. Celeste is like, "Mm -mm, no, which is crazy to me because Toby was the one locked in a room with no affection, and according to him, Celeste got all the affection and all the love she could have ever wanted, and yet she came out the one. Who's the most vengeful in the whole thing? She must just be an evil bitch. She's just yeah, evil. Part, and he's it. craving attention. Right. Yeah, so I think, I think Toby is just a nice boy and Celeste is just evil. Celeste should have been the one locked in the room. <laughs> what did you think of Mitchell's reaction to his siblings, though? Like, he he's the one craving oh, their affection. Oh, poor baby. No, he was like, I should just want them in my life. Right. Because his family's been lying to him. Like, yeah. Oh my god, like I I really, really love like I don't how many more times can we can we praise Imran Adams? I don't know. Oh, I don't god. know. But like he just gets me, like just stabs me in the gut every single time mm-hmm. with his emotional acting. Like I love those reveal scenes with Walter. Like when he found out that Walter knew too, 
And he was just like, oh, wait man. a minute. You too? Yep. After mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Whew, those scenes, I'm telling you, another award-winning season for Hollyoaks. It has to yep. be. It has to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're promoting the hell out of it, too. Do you see they uploaded their entire story onto the YouTube? They have, like, a 25-video <gasps> from no, multiple episodes. Oh, to watch yeah. it. It's I'm called the Devereaux Dynasty. It's literally a no! full-length, 25-minute episode. Clips from every single before. episode that includes their story oh, okay. leading up into this reveal. They get social media. So they well. do. They really do. What had me dying was they had a, they had the tweet when Martine um unfolded the the photo again, and they're like, "How many more times can this photo unfold?" <laughs> <laughs> but oh my god just like i don't even like we have we had this before ashley no like a like a last time i had like... no the last time i had we had anything close to this and it did not last very long was on the bold and beautiful yeah oh shit yeah that's the last time and I don't like praising B&B for nothing, but that was the last time where they all came on in a messy-ass situation at the same that time. Was I was like, good. wow, Maya was by herself yesterday. Now there's seven other Black people surrounding her. I love it. But that was mm-hmm. the last time. They all dropped off like flies after that. But before that, no, I mean, I guess you could say the Winters and the in the um, the Barbers, but that was in 1992. Exactly. That's this is what. So in U.S. soaps, we get a black dynasty once every twenty-five years. Pretty much. Basically. Like, yeah. Really? If you're lucky. Yep. <laughs> if and you're I think lucky. like, and like that, the PTSD from that makes me nervous. But then I see the way that this show is like fully investing in these characters, oh, yeah. and like, mind you, they picked a huge name actor to join this family, mm-hmm. like. Richard Blackwood is not just like a random, you know, recent acting school graduate or something. Like he has been famous in the UK for like 20, 20 plus years. Like he's literally like the UK's Will Smith in a lot of ways. Like yeah. to go and fully invest into this family is just like, man, when they said when they said we care about diversity, they was not lying. Right. Was not lying. No, they were not. No, they were not at all. No, it's and, just oh, like God. I love to see it, and the reaction to him I think is different too. Because mm-hmm. with the reaction to the bold and the beautiful black family, you still had the reaction of while there was positivity, there was also a lot of why are they on? I want yep. Brooke Logan, I want mm-hmm. Katie, I want hopefully I'm Stephanie. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is this transgender on? And yeah, we. You really don't see that in the Hollyoaks comments at all. It and really, if they like, do, they get dragged. They do. And, like, the sentiment for them flipped. Like, people were very... I was confused about Celeste and Toby. I was like, when are we going to find the secret out? I don't know what's going on. Like, people they were very confused by that. <laughs> right. And then now that it's revealed, people are all in. Like, it's... Which is how it should be, I feel like. You know, you drop in these characters, and they should be mysterious. People should wonder what wonder what's going on with them and what's happening with them. And once it's revealed, people should love them. People should invest in them. People should want to see them on the screen. And yeah. I really think that's going to happen with them. Yeah. And they're playing all the right beats. I mean, that whole conversation 
between oh. Toby and Celeste about, you know, nature versus nurture and him going over everything that he went through. That shook the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Because I was I was just sitting there like, wow. And then when he said, oh, yeah, your daughter's dead. And she just walked around and collapsed. I was like, what Yo. the sh- I was not expecting that at all. I was like, come on now. I'm so glad they didn't string that out and either. Too, I'm so glad. I was, I was screaming are smart. at my screen. I was screaming at my I was like, <laughs> she's sad. I was like, don't you see? She's sad. I, I was like, tr- oh. She figured that shit out five minutes later. She's like, wait a minute. My daughter ain't dead. She's standing right here. I was mm-hmm. like, thank you. I couldn't have gone any further with that. And then that Celeste slapped the shit out of her. I was like, Shut Oh, up. man, slapped the <laughs> hell out of her. There was one one tiny little issue that I do have other than the whole backstory. Just one little tiny thing that I just need them to address. I don't have an issue with it. I just need them to address this. And it's that Toby and Celeste, rightfully so, look at um, Mitchell as the golden boy, but are completely failing to mention that Martine gave Mitchell away too. She sure I, did. They keep glossing over that. And I'm like, why do y'all keep glossing over this? She kept none of y'all. She did not keep <laughs> a single one of y'all. So the fact that you guys are blaming him for being kept within the family without right. acknowledging that it wasn't by her, I just, is somebody going to bring this up? Because she did not raise him either. Uh, she got her, she got her student she got the fuck out. she joined the Mile High Club. She was like, deuces. <laughs> That's the one thing that I'm sitting here like, um, Mitchell was kind of abandoned too. Is somebody gonna like talk about that? No? Okay. <laughs> I wonder if Mitchell will bring it up to them to like try and connect with them. I feel like they know, but they they have to Do know they? the story. Oh, I, true. They, they probably know I, a lot of shit. I I feel like they they have heard in the past that, that he was raised by Walter. I feel like they. I think they might have. I don't know if they don't. Somebody please tell them. Yeah. <laughs> because That's I a good point. I don't think about that. I feel like it'd come up when they're talking to Felix, though. You know, mm, like you didn't Felix uh, trying to us. turn them against Martin. Exactly. She didn't raise mm. any of you, like kind of that yeah. thing. She yeah. called me a bad kept guy. Kept you but, away from me. Yeah. Mm, she's the reason why. Or you know, maybe he'll claim I didn't even know about you guys. Mm. It's just uh, man, I just, I just can't. I just always go back to last year when we were like, remember when they said it was gonna give us all this drama with the black people? We ain't getting nothing. I hate you. You're always lying to us. And look at us now. We just have to wait a little bit. Patience. We have to let the story. We have to let the story stew. And here it is. We're about to get so... There's going to be so much that happens. Like, the possibilities... Like, this is infinite. I love this shit. Could you imagine Lisa hooking up with Felix? I I know we're keeping the black people together, but... There you go. I forgot. Wait a minute, Ashley. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Oh. I mean, she can. No. Oh, shit. Ooh. And then Celeste gets gets back with Romeo, obviously, because that Mm. shit was fire. And he was loving it. He was fully hypnotized. She might as well put her Louboutin on his poor neck. (laughs) She was like, get over it. (laughs) (laughs) She was so (laughs) mean to him. And I bet he's going to come crawling back, too. What did she say? She was like, you got played. And he was like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I kind of like really oh, love now that I know that they're siblings. Like I love their dynamic even more. Like they're re- like when they're like against people adorable. making fun of people, yeah. it's actually really funny. Yeah. I feel bad when she like manipulates him and starts that finger tapping shit. So I was like, <laughs> that's real traumatic for him. Like you know. <laughs> but everything else about I, I really like that they're like their sibling connection. But Celeste, she's got a she's got a chill. Yeah, she's. She's, she's mad. <laughs> yeah, she's mad. She's pissed off. <laughs> she's big mad. <laughs> I just, I wonder where it's going to go from here. You know, for them, are they going to continue to try and destroy the family? Or is it now this next part going to just kind of be integration? Find the dad and then, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I know Martine isn't going to give up on them. No. She did great. She did really well, too. Yeah. She did really, really well. Oh, I just always, I love her scenes with Walter. I just love anytime the two of them can just like kind of like hash out their issues and like, mm. man, I love it. I kind of want a little bit more about that. Me it too. Like, it seems like there's a lot of holes in that story. Like, he was just too willing to go go with it. Like, oh, yeah, sure, give away all three of your kids. I'm, I'm fine with it. Oh, one of them's sick. Okay, I guess I'll take them. Oh, whatever. Right. But, you know, he has to be a certain way for me to love him. Like it just it seems like there's a lot. He has to be not gay. <laughs> not gay. <laughs> like a lot of skeletons left in that closet. Now I want them all. Same. I want all the bones. There is so much family drama in this. It's, it's, it's crazy. I kind I really wanna. I want a Simone cameo now more than ever. More oh, than ever. Man. Just have her just fly back in real quick. But like, oh, I forgot something on my way out to Jamaica. And she's like, oh, what the, f- what is happening here? <laughs> just like looks at the state of her family and like, what's happening? I mean, it's 25th. I know. I would love to see her, even for a little visit. Because I know she's busy with like theater stuff. But like, come she's back, right please, now. girl. Oh, true. You're right. I mean, Hollyoaks ain't working. I ain't running, so. They can work out like, schedule I just applaud them because I think every time Hollyoaks kind of like makes a slip up, they learn from it and they do better. Like mm. first time they had a transgender character, it was played by a cisgender woman. She wasn't trans at all. And people got mad at that. And then, you know, they go ahead and they, and they fix that. And then like, you know, now we have, they brought in the Love Day family and like it, they kind of worked, but then like for a while they didn't know what to do with them, and then like they were just like, okay, we really need to just like think about like how we can do this better, and they did it better. Like they integrated the important members of that family into the into the rest of the village. You know, Lisa stuck around, and like now they're building out this whole huge dynasty behind you know based on that family, and like they're doing it better than they did before. And it's like. That's what happens. That's how, that's how you learn. That's how you grow. Better than any chef has done before and is the gold standard. They're just smart. I mean, look at look at the material, you know? Look at look at the photos, look at the the clips, the oh. videos, the acting, the just just look at the material. The you guys. Every single time we tell you guys to watch Hollyoaks and you sit and you watch the scraps 
that have become General <laughs> Hospital, and you pray <laughs> that you pray that Taggart or whatever is alive, and that oh new light skinned soul man Jordan is gonna finally learn how to act one day. I see you guys. I see you wishing and hoping. Oh Just let it go. But we got let Brooke it go. Bird. I have been. We have been home every single day, all day, with nothing else to do, and I still have not turned on a single U.S. soap. You all better believe it. That's all I'm gonna say. I will be catching up on some some days in a minute. Same. Just I haven't seen, but but uh, the rest of that shit. No, I'm good. Nope. I'm, I'm so done. Y'all can, have, y'all can have the moss. Y'all yep. can have the 16th wedding on BNB this year, and it's only March. Y'all can have whatever the fuck YNR things are doing. Yep. <laughs> I have that. I'm over across the pond. Happily, I'm done. So I'm done for good. I'm literally done. I don't care. Yeah. I laugh at y'all now. <laughs> I fully just, I fully laugh. Oh, we eating good. We drinking we... strawberries. <laughs> oh, and champagne. And champagne. <laughs> I can't. Oh, man. Oh, man. There's, no, there's nothing oh, like God. laughing at other people's misery, huh? <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, this is why I missed you guys. I missed you too, boo. <laughs> Good well, thing we're in this in this quarantine. We can do this a little more regularly now. <laughs> fingers crossed. As long as there's no more natural disasters or any craziness, we will be back more regularly. Exactly. Area 51. I'm, see, this is why the government didn't want us to go. We didn't check it out, so they gave us corona. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> shut There's up. your conspiracy theory for the day. So, <sighs> you can follow us on Twitter at rtakemedia or uh, rtakemedia.com. Ashley's at Reckless Love You. <laughs> Reckless Love. Reckless Love You. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> With W. Uh, Corian's at not Corian. I'm at so John. And until next time, bye-bye. <laughs>